For over 45 years, people have relied on Village Green Apothecary to give them individualized nutrition, pharmacy, and healthy living products. Village Green will give you the kind of person-to-person help and attention that mass market pharmacies have long ago forgotten. You can depend on us for knowledge, experience, product selection, and a smile. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301-530-0800 or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. We're here to help you. Welcome listeners to the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary, located at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake, and I alternate the show with Dr. Kevin Passaro, and we do try to bring you a lot of really good information all about you and your health. Now, the show is streamed through myvillagegreen.com, And this is a reminder that Village Green is your resource for questions about your health via the website and the store on Cedar Lane. You can get expert advice on supplements. They carry a superior line of supplements from many manufacturers, including their own Pathway products. And a reminder that there's a wonderful sale going on through July 16th at Village Green. Make sure you take advantage of this. 30% off on Pathway Nutrition products, 25% on other supplements, and 20% on body care products. So this is a good deal. I hope you take advantage of it. Now, we're here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., and I want you to join us next week for Kevin's interview regarding novel integrative oncology. And our guest today will be Sarah Labloon Blaska, Director of Medical Nutrition and Practitioner Engagement at Metagenics. We will be talking about prediabetes and diabetes glucose control. But what we will talk about first is news you can use. And I like to update everyone with what's happening in the world of health, nutrition, food, lifestyle. So we try to cover it all. So let's talk about chemicals and cancer-causing chemicals in, in the diet and in the environment. Just a reminder that 3,000 additives were grandfathered in decades ago without testing, and those are food additives. And then we have 84,000 man-made chemicals, manufactured chemicals, and they don't require testing thanks to a 1976 Uh, Toxic Substances Control Act, which really did not protect the public. It protected the manufacturers. It made testing voluntary. If a manufacturer does test, they have to reveal the results. And according to the EPA recently, only 200 of those 84,000 have been tested. So this is an update from the Environmental Working Group, EWG.org. It's a very important organization. It's grassroots, and they talk about everything from food, cosmetics, the chemicals in our diet, safety. Very interesting. So this was released uh, June 14th, so it's very recent. Hundreds of cancer-causing chemicals are building up in the bodies of Americans, and this is according to the first comprehensive inventory of the carcinogens that have been measured in people. 
And let's look at that inventory. The EWG spent almost a year reviewing more than a thousand biomonitoring studies and other research by leading government agencies. And their research found that up to 420 chemicals are known or likely to cause cancer, and they've been detected in blood, urine, hair, and other human samples. Now, studies of the causes of cancer often focus on tobacco, alcohol, and overexposure to the sun. But the World Health Organization and many other scientists believe nearly one in five cancers are caused by chemicals and other environmental exposures. And this is not only in the workplaces, but in consumer products, foods, water, and air. So EWG, they reviewed the the review put forth these findings and ongoing research of what is called the Halifax Project, a collaboration of more than 300 scientists from around the world who are investigating new ways in which combinations of toxic chemicals in our environment may cause cancer. While most cancer research focuses on treatment, the Halifax Project and EWG's Rethinking Cancer initiative are looking at prevention by reducing people's contact with cancer-causing chemicals. So this is very important. And just to point out what's different about this research, when one chemical or one possible carcinogen is studied alone, we don't get the picture of the the impact of that chemical and one, two, three, or a thousand others. And that's the concern. The testing is not there. It, it would take an exponential amount of time. So we really don't know what all of the combinations can do to our bodies. Now, a little bit more on the chemicals in food and cosmetics. They're linked to preterm births and low birth weight. This is really important. This was a study of pregnant Brooklyn women led by the SUNY Downstate Medical Center links triclosan, an antibacterial agent common in personal care products, including toothpaste. They link it with preterm births and smaller newborns. Now, the study also linked those medical problems to long-chain parabens, which are chemicals often used as preservatives in food, cosmetics, and personal care products. This research expands upon the growing body of scientific evidence that supports the view that triclosan and long-chain parabens disrupt the endocrine system and harm the reproductive system and infant development. These are called endocrine disruptors, and there are many. Now, they do note that while small-scale changes in birth size may not be of clinical relevance or cause for concern in individual cases, subtle shifts in birth size or timing at the population level would have major impacts on the risk for adverse birth outcomes. Very important. Uh, You might want to also go on EWG's site and go into Skin Deep. They have a cosmetics database. You can put in your product and find out 
its toxic or non-toxic rating. It's an excellent, excellent resource. So let's talk about some myths. Uh, One of the myths is if it's for sale at a supermarket, drugstore, a department store, cosmetics counter, it must be safe. The fact is that the Food and Drug Administration has no authority to require companies to test cosmetic products for safety. The agency does not review or approve the vast majority of products or ingredients before they go on the market. FDA conducts pre-market reviews only of certain cosmetic color additives and active ingredients that are classified as over-the-counter drugs. Interesting. I think a lot of professionals are not aware of this. Now, myth. The government prohibits the use of all dangerous chemicals in personal care products, and companies wouldn't risk using them. The fact is, with the exception of color additives and a few prohibited uh, substances, cosmetic companies may use any ingredient or raw material in their products without government review or approval. Now, this is, this is appalling. Most people are not aware that this is the case. Another myth, the cosmetics industry effectively polices itself, making sure that all ingredients meet a strict standard of safety. The fact is, since the FDA does little to regulate ingredient safety, it has authorized the cosmetics industry to police itself through Cosmetics Ingredients Review Panel. And in more than the 30-year history, the industry panel has declared only 11 ingredients or chemical groups to be unsafe. And its recommendations on restricting ingredients are not binding on companies. You know, that... (laughs) That's hard to believe. Every time I look at these controversies, I'm stunned. Now, uh, cosmetic ingredients are applied to the skin and rarely get into the body. That's another myth. And let's look at this. The fact is that people are exposed to cosmetic ingredients in many ways. Breathing in sprays and powders, swallowing chemicals on the lips from lipstick or hands, or absorbing them through the skin. The skin does absorb what goes on it. And biomonitoring studies have found that cosmetic ingredients such as phthalate, plasticizers, parabens, preservatives, and a whole host of pesticides, synthetic musks, sunscreen ingredients, and triclosan, again, are common pollutants in the bodies of men, women, and children. Many of these chemicals are potentially hormone disruptors that we just mentioned earlier. And cosmetics frequently contain enhancers that allow ingredients to penetrate deeper into the skin. And what that does is increase your exposure. Now, products made for children or bearing claims like hypoallergenic are safer choices the, f- the fact is this may or may not be the case. Most cosmetic marketing claims are unregulated, and companies are rarely, if ever, required to back them up, even for children's products. The FDA says descriptions such as hypoallergenic or natural can mean anything or nothing at all. And while most of these terms have considerable market value in promoting cosmetic products to consumers— Dermatologists say they have very little medical meaning. 
so we've we've gone over some interesting controversies and a discussion of chemicals and what we look forward to is our discussion with our guest beginning in the next segment and we're going to talk about prediabetes and diabetes glucose control if you've just tuned in with us you're with the essentials of healthy living on 1500 a.m we're brought to you by village green apothecary stay with us folks we'll be right back after this break Solgar Number no. 7 can help you feel the difference. Solgar Number no. 7 actually shows improvement in joint comfort within seven days. Now you can start to get back on track fast and pursue the activities you love. Solgar Number no. 7 is a breakthrough in joint care with no glucosamine and no chondroitin. The advanced bioactives in Solgar Number no. 7 help to increase flexibility, mobility, and range of motion within seven days. One capsule once a day is all you need. When stiff joints occasionally say no, Solgar Number no. 7 says yes. Solgar Number no. Seven available at Village Green Apothecary. New from Garden of Life, Kind Organics Whole Food Multivitamins. They are the only USDA certified organic, non-GMO verified whole food multivitamins available. They're gluten-free, certified vegan, and feature a patent-pending clean tablet technology. Kind Organics is super clean, untreated, unadulterated, and real whole food. Kind Organics Multivitamins from Garden of Life. Be kind to your body and the earth. Kind Organics, now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. Are you under a lot of stress at work? Pressure from the boss, budget cuts, impossible workloads? It can all take a serious toll on your health, but we can help. Village Green Apothecary has everything you need for a healthier lifestyle. A wide range of nutritional supplements, health-related books, and more. We've been providing customized nutrition and healthy living resources for over 45 years, and we'll take the time to advise you about your unique needs. Visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. Staying mentally sharp means nourishing the mind as well as the body. That's why there's new Cognisure from Metagenics. Research shows that the active natural ingredient in Cognisure supports multiple mechanisms necessary for maintaining healthy cognition and a healthy brain as it ages. Cognisure is also easy to take in delicious, chewable chocolate tablets. Have a clear and bright future by maintaining mental capacity with healthy habits and Cognisure. Remember Cognisure for healthy brain aging support. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. Want to save money on vitamins, herbal remedies, and other health care needs? Then visit Village Green Apothecary during their big summer sale. Now through July 16th, you can save big on vitamins, herbal remedies, and other nutritional products. Save 30% on their popular Top Quality Pathway brand. Save 25% on other supplements. And save 20% on body care products. At Village Green, they have just what you need for a healthier lifestyle. Stop by Village Green Apothecary's big summer sale, 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland, or shop online at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, listeners, to the second segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. The show is brought to you by Village Green Apothecary at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. Now, I alternate the show with Dr. Kevin Passaro, and we're here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. A reminder to join us next week for Kevin's interview regarding novel integrative oncology. Now, today's guest is Sarah Lebrun Blaska, Director of Medical Nutrition and Practitioner Engagement at Metagenics. And our subject is prediabetes and diabetes glucose control. Welcome to the show, Sarah. 
Thanks, Dana. I appreciate having you having me on. I'm excited to talk about this um, information today regarding um, glucose control because it really does affect many, many Americans. Well, you have quite a bit of expertise in this area, and I'm excited about the subject because diabetes is rampant uh, in Western cultures particularly. So let's talk a little bit about the basics of diabetes for those who could use a refresher. Yes, so the basics of diabetes is really, you know, diabetes is a not something that you wake up with. It's a lifelong kind of life issue for most people, especially for type 2. Type 1 is a little bit different because, you know, it is um, the malfunction of the pancreas and the lack of producing insulin. But most Americans who have diabetes have type 2, and about 26 million Americans today have type 2 diabetes. And then there's about 79 million Americans with prediabetes. So what really that looks at is your blood glucose level. So um, somebody who's prediabetic really has a fasting blood glucose of 100 to 125. And then they have an elevated hemoglobin A1C, which is really a marker on how your average blood glucose is over a period of about 12 weeks. And then type 2 diabetes really is anyone who has a hemoglobin A1C of 6.5 and higher and a fasting blood glucose of 126 and higher. So those numbers, um, I remember years ago, the range for blood glucose was about 60 or 55 to 250. And I always had a standard that was 70 to 90. Uh, mm-hmm. as being ideal, and it took about 30 years for those those numbers to change. Do you think, Sarah, that they're going to get more strict on the hemoglobin A1C being 6.5 and put it closer to what is now considered uh, the ideal 5.7 or under or just under 5.7? I think, you know... Um, there is opportunity and, um, you know, the government and other people are really targeting those pre-diabetics. But at this point, I think they'll still consider them pre-diabetic. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, pre-diabetic is actually, you know, more of a, a disease state. And it's not something to, you know, joke around with. You really need to be addressing um you know, your hemoglobin and your, you know, fasting blood glucose before you get to type 2 diabetes. Like pre-diabetes, it sounds kind of like, oh, it's just pre, it's not a, you know, a huge issue, but it really is causing many factors. It affects cardiovascular risk and, you know, it, it can lead to, you know, other disease states and also can lead to death. So I think we have to be more aggressive in treating that earlier stage and really helping individuals to tackle it through lifestyle intervention. Yes, that's very well said. Uh, And what I like is that the medical community has gone, uh, uh, gone forward with a more flexible description of diseases Mm -hmm. rather than waiting until you have full-blown diabetes Mm -hmm. paying attention to the early signs we see the same with hypertension uh all kinds of monitoring uh it's it seems standard now but at one time it wasn't if you didn't have full-blown diabetes you were okay 
So I'm, I'm glad to see the spectrum broaden. Uh, talk to us a little bit more about glucose control and how blood sugar is increased and affected. Well, so we're learning a lot about how, you know, the, the manifestation of, you know, prediabetes and diabetes and how it takes over. And a lot of it is really, you know, the amount and of not just carbohydrates, but maybe the total calories you consume. And carbohydrates is really an issue. So there's kind of some key words that, you know, some leaders of, in the industry, such as Osama Hamdi, have coined and glucose toxicity. And so you really almost have a toxic blood. Your, your insulin is not able to fully process the level of glucose in your system. So you really need to effectively manage the amount of carbohydrates that you consume really focusing on those simple sugars, um, you know, and fructose that you consume because they're e- more easily absorbed in the system and look more at more complex carbohydrates, kind of looking at a 40% carbs, 30% fat, and 30% protein. We know that really high levels of fat have somewhat of a negative effect, but you need that moderate and appropriate levels of fat so that you're really providing the right amounts of PUFAs and MUFAs um, in the diet. Um, and then the type of protein is really important. So there's been a lot of research um, over the last 10, 15 years looking at the volume of protein and really where it's settled out is that if you give about 30% protein um, in your diet, um, and that's, you know, calories, so, you know, protein is 4 um, kilocalories per gram, so you want it that, you know, your percent of total calories to be 30% protein, um, you'll really be able to help bring your insulin down. And then giving some specific amino acids really help to trigger um, things like GLP-1, which is a glycogen-like protein that helps to stimulate insulin in an appropriate way so that you can process your blood glucose effectively. You know, this is, this is excellent advice, but it isn't what we've always been told, and we do address this a lot on the mm-hmm. show, that uh, low-fat, low-protein, high-carbo diets push people toward uh, not just diabetes but weight gain and mm-hmm. cardiovascular issues, particularly high triglycerides. And so we're back to being sensible. It's taken too long to get there. And, and right, exactly. Recognizing the importance of protein, the importance of fat, and the types of carbohydrates. Can you address the carbs that are preferable for glucose control and those that should be avoided? So complex carbohydrates are the most appropriate. The ones that um, you know, have a combination with fiber and that they break down more slowly. So those, those simple sugars are really um, the ones that are more cause, cause more issues with the blood glucose levels. So, you know, in our research, we've looked at um, a complex carbohydrate that has this heat and moisture treated. So it breaks down very, very slowly over a course of eight hours. And it's one of the key components of um, what we've utilized in some of our medical food and the research that we've done. And so it can break down over almost, um, you know, 240 minutes or longer. So with with that slow release of carbohydrate, it's really effective at maintaining blood glucose and without having, you know, when you consume like a lot of sugar, like simple sugars, you'll see a strong spike in blood glucose. And then you have this 
you know, steep drop. So you have hyper and hypoglycemia happening. And that's what's happening a lot of times with, you know, diabetics and pre-diabetics. So this more sustained release of carbohydrate in complex carbs are really important. It certainly is. Um, I'm What I'm noting more and more in uh, the patients that I've seen over the years is this increase in the hypohyperglycemia and the negative effect on the adrenal glands, which regulate the conversion of glycogen to glucose, and they just get tired. And so people have low blood pressure, they get woozy in the head. What are some of the other symptoms that people can have when their blood sugar is plummeting? So some of the symptoms that you may see with somebody who has kind of a low blood sugar is they'll get sweaty, you know, a lot of times kind of that clammy feeling. Um, They'll feel extremely hungry. They may have headaches. Sometimes, you know, with really low blood sugar, you see vomiting. And so, you know, and I think we've all said it or, you know, and maybe it's somewhat true when we're like, oh, I think I have low blood sugar right now. And so you know, most people understand kind of that feeling, but somebody who is a pre-diabetic or um, type 2, that they will have these like strong swings and, and they do feel bad. And so it makes them feel bad often. Um, and so it makes their days really difficult because they have this like highs and lows and the lows can really have, make you feel brain foggy, you know, just in general, you know, kind of general malaise. And so you don't want that. You want to maintain your blood glucose over, you know, kind of keep it at baseline and then, and eventually hopefully bring down your baseline. So it's in the more uh, clinical normals. Right. The, when the blood sugar plummets, uh, animals and humans get irritable. And I, I, I believe that what the irritability is doing is if you get angry or lose your temper, you release the stress hormones, which raise, Mm -hmm. we get more cortisol going up and that raises blood sugar. So people either get addicted to running uh, to the machines to get some candy or a soda or lose their temper. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it's not good for anyone involved, um, the person or the people around them. (laughs) That is the truth. Um, And I think you've I think you've covered the background that we want to know on diabetes and some of the symptoms. And we're going to talk more about management in in the next segments. Do you have just one more uh, clinical pearl for people who Uh, Right now, I like people to walk away from the show and say, I can change something right now. What do you think that would be? I think, you know, the key things is that cutting your carbohydrates um, and, you know, limiting to more complex carbohydrates. And the other thing is get up and move, you know, don't sit at your desk all day. Take a walk around the block, you know, kind of get moving. That's, I think those are two really important things. So be mindful and get moving. Good, good advice. And for those of you who have just tuned in, you're with the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. I'm Dana Lake, and I co-host this show with Dr. Kevin Passaro. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back after this break with more interesting information on prediabetes and diabetes glucose control. MegaFood Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm-fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. 
MegaFood believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. MegaFood, from farm to tablet, our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Zymogen is pleased to announce the arrival of FitFood, a delicious, high-quality, functional food that's formulated to support weight management, healthy body composition, glycemic management, cardiovascular and immune health, and more. Each delicious serving of FitFood contains 21 grams of pure New Zealand-sourced bioactive whey protein, 6 grams of fiber-immune-supporting oat beta-glucan, and additional glutamine, glycine, taurine, and MCTs. FitFood provides holistic support for today's active body. Learn more at Zymogen.com. Available now through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils. The brain requires nutrition just like the rest of the body. And this is where Gero Formula's NeuroOptimizer comes to the rescue. NeuroOptimizer is a concentrated source of nutrients needed for memory, mood, concentration, and focus. NeuroOptimizer supplies the building blocks for neurotransmitters, the chemicals that allow cells in the brain to communicate and to file away memories. NeuroOptimizer is the nutritional answer to the brain's needs. To learn more about formulas, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary. Want to save money on vitamins, herbal remedies, and other health care needs? Then visit Village Green Apothecary during their big summer sale. Now through July 16th, you can save big on vitamins, herbal remedies, and other nutritional products. Save 30% on their popular Top Quality Pathway brand. Save 25% on other supplements. And save 20% on body care products. At Village Green, they have just what you need for a healthier lifestyle. Stop by Village Green Apothecary's Big Summer Sale, 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland, or shop online at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, listeners, to the third segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake, alternating the show with Dr. Kevin Passaro, and we do try to bring you a lot of good information all about you and your health. Now, today, we've got some excellent information from our guest, Sarah Labrun Blaska, and she's Director of Medical Nutrition and Practitioner Engagement at Metagenics. Our subject is prediabetes and diabetes glucose control. We do appreciate uh, all of the information that you provided in the first, in the second segment of the show about carbos, protein, fat. Would you just run over those basics? Uh, and then we want to talk about how to handle prediabetes and diabetes. Perfect. Yeah. So I think, you know, the keys that we talked about before is that you really need to think about, you know, your diet in a way that you um, provide the right types of carbohydrates, complex carbohydrates, really reducing the amount of simple sugars that you consume and having about 40% of your total calories coming from carbohydrates. 
And then looking at, you know, the rest of it from fats and um, protein. So, you know, the research really shows that 15 or 30% of um, protein is the most effective way to help manage hemoglobin A1C, but then also, you know, to build lean tissue. A lot of times individuals who are pre-diabetic and type 2 have issues with lean tissue um, composition. And then having good fats, the right types of fats, 30% coming from fats. And that can, you want to support the right amount of PUFAs and MUFAs and, you know, your mega-3s. And so eating healthy, you know, fish and avocados and things of that nature, which really have great sources of fats um, to provide a real balance. And then, you know, that really you need to be active and moving and incorporate a whole lifestyle program. And I think and we'll talk a little bit about how maybe things like medical foods can be a way to help with that, too. Well, good. Let's talk about the medical foods and what's in them and what they do. So um, at Metagenics, we've done quite a bit of research. So we just, uh, our collaborators at Joslin Diabetes Center, um, two weeks ago at American Diabetes Association, presented data on a um, 16-week intervention study looking at um, the effects of providing a medical food as part of that lifestyle and that meal program that we just talked about. And with that, um, the medical food has a you know, 30% carbohydrate, 30% um, fat, and then also has a really good source of carbohydrate. So we talked about that a little bit earlier about how carbohydrates need to be able to produce this slow release of glucose instead of, you know, the fast spike. And so that was really important. And in the study, what they found with the 25, so there was actually 108 subjects in three groups, that they were able over the course of 16 weeks when utilizing a medical food as part of their kind of lifestyle intervention, that they had the ability to um, lower significant their hemoglobin A1C by 0.5, reduce their overall weight, and then also improve their lean to fat um, tissue, which was really important. And that's in 16 weeks. In 16 weeks, yeah. So you really see like hemoglobin A1C doesn't have much of a shift until 12 weeks out. And so that was really important, you know, at 16 weeks that they saw a significant reduction. Yes, it is. And usually the hemoglobin A1C is not something that changes rapidly uh, because it's a picture of a approximately two months of blood mm-hmm. glucose control. And so that's pretty impressive to see yeah, it Yeah, we're really, exactly. We're really excited about this results. And I think it will make a significant change in people's lives. So we know that they need to have, you know, an intervention program with their diet, but then they also, an exercise. But by incorporating one to two servings of, you know, medical food such as this, it really does have the opportunity to help the practitioner help their patients, you know, with that structured program. So it takes, you know, it it helps them be more structured in their approach probably with their breakfast and then, you know, throughout their day. And it also helps with satiety. So we were talking before having those crashes that may happen, which aren't good for you or anyone around you, that when you have a slow sustained release of carbohydrate that you don't have those crashes. And that's part of the reason that there, you know, a lot of times people are gaining weight and continuing to eat carbs is because they have this hypoglycemic effect and then they consume something 
And then they're just keeping on this rapid cycle that isn't really causing weight gain and um, affecting their blood glucose. Well, that you explain it so well. And of course, your background is that you have a Bachelor of Science in Dietetics and Food Science and a lot of experience uh, within uh, the educational system, also with Metagenics, and also experience from uh, Fortune 500 companies. So uh, we're, we're pleased to have your ex- expertise. Talk well, I'm little- always pleased to be part of your discussion. So, it's, you know, you guys are doing great work out there. Well, uh, we hope so, and we like informing patients, and and the public is hungry, <laughs> and pun intended, hungry for <laughs> good information uh, right, exactly. that they can change their lives. And sometimes, it's not; it doesn't have to be a major change. A minor change can start people in the right direction. Uh, talk to us about uh, more specifically some of the products. Uh, I'm particularly interested in the UltraCare, UltraClear uh, products. Yeah, so the product in the study that we looked at was UltraGlucose Control. Um, and so that product is really exciting. And then we've also recently launched um, a new line of detox products um, for detoxification um, that we've updated and kind of changed with the UltraClear formulations um, that really focus on you know, providing the three phases of detox. Um, And we've added uh, an active ingredient to it called brassinase. And brassinase is really an interesting um, ingredient because it provides the opportunity for the broccoli extract to really be um, consistent and then also help with the second phase of detox to help you move those toxins out of the system when somebody is going through a real um, clinically managed detox program. Yes, that second phase is is important. I always say exit pathways are important whether you're in a movie theater and there's a fire or (laughs) whether you're trying to eliminate and you're not being successful there and certainly with detox. That second phase really is important. If it isn't efficient, then we know the toxins build up and people feel worse. So it's interesting that you've added the broccoli extract uh, as brassinase. I think that was a good addition. Uh, for... Yeah, we're really we're seeing great results with it, and so we're excited about um, that addition. Well, I know at Metagenics you do a lot of research, and you're very careful on on your products and very thorough. So. It's good to hear about this. How would somebody use ultra-glucose control? It's a powder. Um, How would they use it? So ultra-glucose control um, for, you know, the pre-diabetic, you would think about using it probably once a day um, as a substitute for or as as part or your full meal. Um, Personally, I take it every morning um, as my meal. Um, My father has type 2 diabetes, so I'm just trying to stay ahead of the game so I don't, you know, have that family history. Um, And I put a shot of espresso in it, and I make my espresso cold, and it's a great um, kind of fun mocha way. Um, The people in the study, in the 16-week intervention study, they used it twice a day um, as part of a meal, and so they would use it at breakfast and lunch um, and then have a full dinner, and then, you know, they're 
lunch would also include other things to, you know, round out that 40, 30, 30 kind of plan. Um, so it really kind of has that opportunity to provide, you know, as part of the meal or the full meal, um, such as I do for breakfast. Well, it's it's interesting. So people can add uh, to it and make it thick or thin uh, based yeah. on their own tastes. Yeah, so really it, you, you can kind of customize it. Um, you can add, you know, additional things. So maybe if you're someone who enjoys almond milk, uh, you could, you know, in, add almond milk to it. Um, or you could add, you know, a good um, fruit that's maybe lower in glycemic index. Um, but that would provide some phytonutrients. So, you know, those are other options too. And on our medical education website and on our Facebook page, both we we provide um, from MHICN, uh, we provide recipes on a regular basis and we have actually a structured program that you can go and download also for patients and practitioners. Well, how, what is the link to get to that? It's www. So www. M as in Mary, H as in Henry, I, C, N as in Nancy, dot com, www.mhicn.com. Okay, so that's available to the public, uh, information yep. and recipes. It has information on all sorts of um, clinical research, and then also we have some good recipes, too. And then on our Facebook page, about once a week, we post a really nice recipe, um, too. And then working, I think, you you know, with the practitioners, you guys can also um, provide additional ideas and recipes. Excellent. Uh, and is that website, uh, or not the website, but the Facebook page, is that just Metagenics? It, no, it's Metagenics Healthcare Institute. Um, so it's our kind of our education aspect. Metagenics.com is a great website to our um, Facebook page that provides really good um, information also. But we have our Metagenics Healthcare Institute of Clinical Nutrition. It's more providing um, the background on a lot of the nutrients. And then we also do things like recipes, um, provide uh, blogs and other other items that would help, you know, patients and practitioners really kind of, you know, get more into the science. So if somebody's a little bit more interested in the background. Well, good. That's good information. And for those of you who have just tuned in, you're with the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. We're having an interesting discussion with Sarah Lebrun Blaska, Director of Medical Nutrition and Practitioner Engagement at Metagenics. Our subject is prediabetes and diabetes control, glucose control, and I want you to stay with us because we will be right back after this break. Solgar Number no. 7 can help you feel the difference. Solgar Number no. 7 actually shows improvement in joint comfort within seven days. Now you can start to get back on track fast and pursue the activities you love. Solgar Number no. 7 is a breakthrough in joint care with no glucosamine and no chondroitin. The advanced bioactives in Solgar Number no. 7 help to increase flexibility, mobility, and range of motion within seven days. One capsule once a day is all you need. When stiff joints occasionally say no, Solgar Number no. 7 says yes. Solgar Number no. Seven available at Village Green Apothecary. If you have arthritis, everyday tasks can become a challenge. That's why more and more doctors are recommending Arthrobin, an all-natural medical food for the dietary management of osteoarthritis. 
It contains a combination of bioflavonoids, which work to reduce inflammation and joint deterioration, along with collagen peptides, which increase joint mobility, function, and repair. Arthrobin is not a drug and is virtually free of negative side effects. Look for Arthrobin by Designs for Health Today, available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. New from Garden of Life, Kind Organics Multivitamins. That's right, certified organic, made with the highest quality standards, uncooked, untreated, unadulterated, non-GMO certified, vegan, and gluten-free. Kind Organics Multivitamins from Garden of Life. Be kind to your body and the earth. Kind Organics. Now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. Some things are hard to stomach, and life doesn't stop for occasional immune challenges or intestinal distress. ProBalarti from Metagenics offers a new targeted probiotic approach for intestinal support. Help maintain control while traveling or as a follow-up to antibiotic therapy to support intestinal flora for healthy intestinal function. ProBalarti provides ID-certified probiotic strains suggested by research to enhance certain aspects of immune function in addition to promoting a healthy balance of intestinal microflora. ProBalarti is the go-to probiotic for patients on the go. Get it today. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. Have you ever wondered why the cold and flu season occurs in the fall and winter months? One theory is because of a decrease in sun exposure, our bodies don't make enough vitamin D, which is essential to proper immune function. That's why medical experts recommend supplementing with vitamin D. Thorne Research's vitamin D products are made from pure vitamin D with no preservatives or unnecessary ingredients added. Support your immune system with Thorne's vitamin D1000 and D5000. These and other immune-supporting formulas are always available at Village Green. Welcome back to today's final segment of the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. We're brought to you by Village Green Apothecary at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake, alternating the show with Dr. Kevin Pissarro. We're here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. I want to remind you that there is a huge summer sale going on right now at Village Green through July 16th. You can save 30% on Pathway Nutrition products. You can save 25% on other supplements and 20% on body care products. So make sure you avail yourself of that. It, it goes through July 16th. Now, we've been having a wonderful discussion on prediabetes and diabetes glucose control with Sarah Lebrun Blasco, who's Director of Medical Nutrition and Practitioner Engagement at Metagenics. Now, we want to carry on that conversation and expand it a little bit. Uh, can you give a little summary of what we talked about with regard to the medical foods and diet and glucose control? Yeah, perfect. So I think, you know, when we look at um, pre-diabetics and diabetics, that, you know, providing um, opportunities to, you know, kind of keep within a 40, 30, 30, 40% carbs, 30% protein, 30% fat is really important. And then with the new um, study that was just released at American Diabetes Association um, at the ADA uh, in New Orleans just a couple weeks ago, we see that utilizing um, a medical food such as ultra glucose control specifically that we are twice a day really has a sustained impact um, in how 
the patients manage their blood glucose levels and their weight um, and also their lean to fat tissue. And so really what is the best benefit for most people who are pre-diabetic and diabetic is to incorporate one to two servings a day, um, breakfast, um, because it's great just to start your day out with, and utilize it. You can add some things to it, or you can just add water and it tastes great. Um, and then that will really help you have a sustained release of carbohydrates um, and help with maintaining your lean tissue and others over the course of about 240 minutes and beyond. And then having a second one as part of um, a lunch, but then making sure that you're, you know, fitting within that carbohydrate um, and protein and fats that we discussed and getting up and being active and moving. And it can be small things, you know, if you like to take a walk, go around the block um, you know, if you have a pet, they're the greatest thing because they have to be walked. So you need to be out with them. Um, or if you had a sport that maybe you forgot about and you want to re-engage in, you know, take it small steps at a time and you can really make a difference. We also discussed a little bit about um, detoxification. And so for individuals who have um an issue where they need to, either working with their practitioners that they find that they need to be, have some um, additional support for detoxification than what their body's naturally doing, that there is um, some new work being done that Metagenics has moved forward with some added ingredients and, and upgrades and improved taste on our Ultra Clear um, Renew products. Um, so those are really to support kind of the phase two. And we also added additional fiber, which helps with that elimination phase, phase three. So those are kind of, I think, the round out of the products that we discussed and how maybe they might fit for somebody who has those conditions. And it's the ultra-glucose control that Metagenics has put out that you're talking about as far as using it during the day. Uh, pre-diabetics, mm-hmm. at least one serving, uh, diabetics, uh, two servings spaced out. And as always, we say these are not replacements for a good diet. Uh, and you keep reminding people of what that diet is, and I appreciate it. Uh, what else can people do who are pre-diabetic or diabetic? Well, we see a lot of times in those phases that um, inflammation is a part of an issue. And so there's this new class of um, products that are specialized pro-resolving mediators. And so we talked, I think, uh, about these before on the program, but these are really unique um, ingredients that have been isolated and fractionated from EPA and DHA fish oils, but they're the very specific things. So like, you know, when you take a protein and you get an amino acid, maybe arginine or whatever. Um, so this is even further downstream. And Dr. Sirhand at Harvard really is the one who's found um, the founded the research um, to discover the second phase, the resolution phase of inflammation, and then also the one who discovered um, SPMs, and they're the ones that are having this effect. So these specialized pro-resolving mediators, sometimes in the literature, they're also um, described as resolvins, morisins, and protectins, and so they're the further downstream effects um, of specialized pro-resolving mediators. Um, and so what we've seen is that they do have this opportunity with um, helping to resolve the inflammation. So a lot of times in chronic diseases, 
we see that we have an out-of-control inflammation. So our body keeps, you know, doing its inflammatory process, which is important. You need to have an inflammatory process. You need to be able to fight off, you know, infection and help heal, you know, in, in an injury happens. But it's when it keeps happening and doesn't shut off. And a lot of times what we've seen endogenously is that our bodies aren't producing SPMs, and that's why we're not getting the shutoff mechanism. Well, it's it, when we talked about this the last time, Sarah, I was so excited about uncovering this pathway. And it, it, in all of the body, we have gas and break, and we have that with inflammation, and that's what the SPM response is. That's what that pathway is to stop the inflammatory process. A, another colleague of mine has described it as a cell danger response, and you can just think of that cell kind of freezing up and hardening up, and that's inflammation. And it is just logical that if there's a gas pedal for inflammation, there's got to be a break one. And this uh, resolving SPM uh, and the resolvins, uh, I think they're well-named because they explain what's going on. And we don't say they're anti-inflammatory. Just emphasize that point again as to how different they are. Yeah, so they're not, it's not about anti-inflammatory because inflammation is important. And so, you know, really for the last, you know, 300 plus years, you know, the scientific community and the medical community has been trying to block inflammation, right? They've been trying to find ways that we just block it. But SPMs really are the body's ability to resolve inflammation, bring it to full resolution, not just stop it. Because there's actually, if we look at some of the additional data that um, Sirhan had seen, is that you know, when you block it, it's still causing issues, and that's part of the, you know, part of our whole, you know, issues with chronic diseases is that we're not bringing it to full resolution. And so we need to have our bodies come to resolution um, instead of, you know, just kind of like putting the brakes on too fast. Like you need to go through the whole process. Yes, and it's a natural process and friendly to the cell. And it's interesting that we produce less of the SPMs as we age, and we know that inflammation certainly is part of aging uh, and part of breakdown. So it's not a surprise that people would benefit from a supplement. Yeah, so what what we're starting to see, and it's still, you know, this is a pretty um, new um, discovery, you know, it's only less than 20 years old. And so if you think how long EPA and DHA, the science behind it is almost 100 plus years old. And so we're, you know, kind of in the infancy stage, but we're learning a lot. So some work that is being done by Juan Clary in Barcelona um, is showing that, you know, there's a variety of different patients, obese patients, patients with crystallar vascular disease um, really show that they don't produce SPMs. And so they most, and in animal models, we see that giving supplementation really helps them to resolve many issues. So again, in animal models, we see benefits in everything from uh, lung dysfunction to, um, you know, areas in animal models like colitis, 
Um, and now we're doing additional work in other, you know, areas of kind of chronic um, issues such as rheumatoid arthritis and osteoarthritis and things that there's a lot of work being done in those areas. So you've got a lot of research going on with regard to yes. this. Yeah, so the community at large is doing a lot of research. Metagenics itself, we currently um, have about four additional studies that are underway um, with, you know, leading institutions from Harvard all the way to, um, uh, in England, we're working with um, a gentleman, Jess Dolly. And so we're we're continuing to do the research. And I was just on PubMed uh, yesterday and just this month alone, um, in the month of June, three new um, items have shown up on PubMed um, on SPMs uh, through a variety of Sirhan's work and many of, um, as as they call themselves, the resolutionists, um, <laughs> so people who are following, right? It's great. It's a great thing. So <laughs> so we all should, you know, consider ourselves resolutionists. So. <laughs> I like that term. I like that term. Well, we're getting to the end of the show. Do you have one more clinical pearl for our listeners? Well, I think... Um, We've been talking about prediabetes and diabetes, so we just need to continue to think about what we're eating um, and our amounts of what, you know, the, those main macronutrients get moving. And then think about inflammation in a way that maybe you can, you know, you, you can affect it and start to resolve it. And um, maybe we all should start to become resolutionists. <laughs> Resolving inflammation with the SPMs. So thank you very much, Sarah. We enjoyed having you on the program. And as always, you managed to describe some complex conditions, some complex ideas and pathways, and you do it so well. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dana, for having me again. Well, good. And I want to remind you, listeners, that you can uh, access this show or any of the previous shows through myvillagegreen.com. And I do want to thank you for joining us here on the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. And a reminder, don't forget the sale at uh, Village Green, uh, lots of, of discounts, and that goes through July 16th. Now, as our lives move forward, I'm always reminded that every day is a new day, every minute a new minute giving us many opportunities to make positive, health-enhancing choices. So please remember, it's not the number of breaths you take. It's the moments that take your breath away. This is Dana Lake and Village Green wishing each and every one of you good health and a breathtaking day. Want to save money on vitamins, herbal remedies, and other health care needs? Then visit Village Green Apothecary during their big summer sale. Now through July 16th, you can save big on vitamins, herbal remedies, and other nutritional products. Save 30% on their popular Top Quality Pathway brand. Save 25% on other supplements. And save 20% on body care products. At Village Green, they have just what you need for a healthier lifestyle. Stop by Village Green Apothecary's Big Summer Sale, 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland, or shop online at myvillagegreen.com.